Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. A little brief introduction to Steve, but instead of me doing question and answer, yeah. I'm going to do picture and answer. Oh, okay. Uh, and so this is going to be, a, don't sound like it's a surprise, we've already done this once. Not for these people. No, I love the way you're such a professional. Right? Yes. Oh, surprise, surprise. So I'm going to show you pictures you've never seen before. Great. And when you see them, yeah. show surprise, and then give me one sentence. You're explains. the one who's spoiling this. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works, Steve. I'll make it look good for you. Here we go. go. First picture. Oh, man. So ladies and gentlemen, I started out on the road 31 years ago doing escapology and stuff, escaping from things, chains, handcuffs, ropes. Nodding away there. Um, yeah, and I would just, people would, would come on. People would, would tie me up and I'd escape. I'd use it as a visual parable to speak about freedom. Anyone see me do an escape? Yeah. Come on. I was there. Were you there, sir? Yeah. Do you see it? From a crane? You used it from cranes. We were all set to do something for record breakers underneath a helicopter, the world's high escape, 2,000 feet upside down, uh, which got pulled in the end. But uh, there we go. So there's me. <laughs> Upside, no, there's quite a sad story. You know, it's hard to get you up anyway. Uh, but there we are. Next Upside picture, next down. picture. Yes, there we go. Right. This is my old house, which I sold to Sim and Lottie. It's true. We I'm such a salesman, I've sold three houses to friends. Yeah, we bought this, our first house, Lottie. I moved this in 1996. And as you can see, for security reasons, we have blurred out your number plate. Absolutely. Uh, we won't talk about the decoration we had to do once we moved in, but that's another... No, was, you should have seen it when I moved in. It was purple and black. <laughs> it was still black in some... Anyway, moving on. Next picture. Oh, look. Who's this cutie? Who's that? Really cute. Isn't that cute? is my son, no, Zach. No, I'm not talking about me. No, not uh, you. That. I love that shirt. I it's... could never wear that outside in the summer because bees would try to mate, mate with it. Serious. Serious. So Steve used to do magic up. shows. This is my son, Zach. Fourth yeah. birthday. And Ringo, he's not changed a bit, has he? No. He's now 20 oh, man. and in France watching the 24-hour Le Mans at the moment. Good on him. I know. So maybe you could do another birthday party as a little treat yeah. for his 21st or something. Back, let's do it. There we go. Next picture. Yes, this kid's cartoon that I made that went all around the world. To cut a long, very, uh, long story short, I heard a story of a four-year-old boy, heard the Christmas story for the first time at his primary school, asked his teachers why Mary and Joseph had named their son after a swear word. And I thought, flipping heck, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I looked into this a little bit, discovered in the UK 756,000 children go to church on a Sunday, which means 11.8 million don't. Uh, listen, I'm in my late 20s now. And um, <laughs> every year, Jesus gets a little bit more pushed out at Christmas, doesn't he? Have you noticed? Hello? Are we on? Can you hear me? Have you been drinking night, nurse? Hello? They get every year a bit more pushed out at Christmas. And I thought instead of, instead of being a Christian who just moans about, uh, about Jesus being pushed out at Christmas, why don't we do something positive? Raised a quarter of a million, made a cartoon, chatted up a load of famous friends, asked them to provide the voices. We've got people like Joe Pasquale's in it. He plays the innkeeper, Cannonball, Stephen Burkhoff in the Bond movies. Uh, David Oyelowo used to be in Spooks, and we had a showbiz exclusive. Forget about Richard I've heard rumours he could be the next James Bond. Yeah, I know, and he started on your programme. Look he at that. He started. You found with him. Me. Well, I found Find Hannah. I found Hannah Mills. <laughs> wow, Hannah Mills. Who's that? What is it now? Hey. Hannah Shepherd. <laughs> I discovered. I discovered Hannah. I, I know. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Seven people clapping. Well, there's, there is a slight discrepancy about this. Just while she's secure. Um, anyway. Yeah. So amazing cartoon, and we sent a free copy to every single primary school in the United Kingdom. 
25,199 schools. That's a lot of jiffy bags. That's a lot of jiffy bags. Um, <laughs> and then the following year, another 4,500 for special schools. It's gone all over the world. It's been translated into yeah. Kyrgyz, for example. In Kyrgyz, I've worked in Kyrgyzstan. There's hardly any Christians in this amazing country. It's got China to the right and Kazakhstan uh, above. But Kyrgyz, it's gone all over Kyrgyzstan. Wow. Incredible. It was even on Channel 4, I remember, a couple of Christmases. It was on the TV. Being shown Been everywhere. Wonderful. There you go. Here's a selection of um, books. S selection of books. I think a uh, lace count was about 17 books I've written over the years. Enjoy writing occasionally, and sometimes you're really into it. Let me just—I forgot to mention them last time. A couple of the books, um, because last year celebrated 30 years on the road, <laughs> and put a lot of stories in this book. So if you're—if you've enjoyed today, you're going to love the book. If you've not enjoyed today, get one and give it to someone you don't like. Um, <laughs> So it's 60 stories of life on the road, many of them crazy and silly and embarrassing, because wherever I go, crazy things happen. But there's some sad things in there as well, because, you know, bad things happen to good people, don't they? And being a Christian is fabulous, but it's not always easy. And I talk about being a single dad. I was married with four little ones. My missus went off with someone else. I talk about being a single dad and, you know, all these things. So £13 in good bookshops. You can get them in bad bookshops as well, I would imagine. Um, and online, but I'm no change with me, so if you want one, tenner today. And then just very, very quickly, we do this, because I saw the first one up there. Me and my wife, Becca, we've done three of these daily devotions. There's 12 weeks for families, grandparents, Sunday school teachers, teachers to sit down. Uh, short Bible passage, thoughts and questions get you thinking and talking. Steve's fascinating fact, every day. Um, so those are fab as well. Wonderful. Thanks, Steve. Next slide, here we go. This little blast in the past for you. Yeah, I started this newspaper uh, called The Sun that looked just like the SUN. See what he did? But it, it was The Sun, and it was very interesting. The first person who, because all these things, we step out in faith. We have no money. I've discovered over the years, finance follows faith. It's never the other way around, mm -hmm. unfortunately, which causes us stress and grey hairs. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, He's really. 19, really. <laughs> um, it is, it, it's stressful, isn't it? But the first person to support this and send us some dough, £500, was Jose Marino. Oh, wow. Jose Mourinho, yeah. uh, who loved what we were doing. And it, it uh, yeah, the, sun's, the sun was fine and good for a time and went all over the world. And then we update to the latest and greatest. To a 10, 11, 12 years ago. Next slide. And we've got... Oh, no, that's, that's Miss Molly. Are, look at this, I'll go Ms. back with you. There you go. That's briefly. That's, that's Hannah at Spring Harvest. We uh, met Hannah. Where well, Lottie discovered Hannah. Thanks to me. Mm. Lottie and Steve disagree. Who discovered Hannah? I think probably her parents would argue they helped her. But Hannah has been part of the church the last four they, years. These two were involved. They were definitely involved. We're not disagreeing we, with that. We're not going there, though. So Steve's we been involved with Spring that, Harvest. That, 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 that thought. <laughs> He's been involved with Spring Harvest many years. Hannah was helping on his team, and, and Lottie went, you've got to employ this girl. She's amazing. Yeah. And here we are. You were unemployed at the time of saying, we need to get her a job. There Didn't we mind. go. That's what oh, happened. We'd like to help. That's the true story. Thank you. Anyway, next is these magazines. Tell us about Sword Magazine. So 10, Sword, it started 12 years 12 ago. Years. A conversation with my accountant about his 10-year-old his son's mates bringing lads mags into the playground, saying, wouldn't it be good if there was something good, wholesome that you could pass on, send into prisons, be in news agents. And I thought you'd have to be crackers to do that. So I thought, I'll give it a go. I'm the man. So 12 years on, we, we are here. We're in WH Smith News Agents all over the UK, just doing a deal with Barnes & Noble in America to have magazines in every store, send them free into 71 prisons. Nice to see you again. And uh, <laughs> just 
really exciting resource. It comes out every two months, and it's a really easy way for the guys to share your faith. Because once you've read it, you take it somewhere. You leave it at the doctors, the dentists, the barbers. We've had people, absolutely true, come to faith on trains and on planes. I've had two pilots write to me, two American pilots. They picked them up at the gate, read it, became Christians. Isn't that amazing? It is, isn't it? It Should is. They've been flying the plane. So we've also got some copies. Twenty first century, come on. Uh, <laughs> we've got some sorted magazines here today. Free uh, brought with us. These are free to all the uh, dads in the room, or if you're just a, a gentleman, anyone here? So sixteen, teenage over, lads, teenage Teen, lads, young teens love it. Grab hold of one. If there's some left over, grab one for a friend as well. Um, Steve, it's really good to have you with Thank us. Thank you. It's nice um, to be here. What we're going to do is going to say, Steve, just kind of take a few minutes. Uh, introductions, maybe a little magic trick or two. I don't think we've got time for a trick, have we? What? We've got plenty of time. Have we? Yeah, oh, come on, let's do a trick. And, then, and, then, and then we're going to show you some Freedom News information. These three travel with me everywhere. There we are. We pay the money to come with you. And we've got uh, a camper van out the back, it's lovely. I'm don't use the toilet, though. I'll get correct? off the stage. Yeah. I'll leave you with this. No, never use the toilet in the camper van. There we are. So I'll show you a quick trick because uh, as we were... Did I, I kind of said we started off doing escapology. I do comedy magic these days. Yes, if you don't find it funny, it's just magic. Uh, of course, it's not real magic. It's just tricks and stuff. Um, I'm not a witch. Um, but I'll show you a quick trick. I need someone... We've got someone little who would like to help me. One of the kids... I just need one of the kids who would like to help me just come and check something for me. I can do it without if... Uh, oh, we've got... Would you like to help me? Or is that a pushy parent? There we are. <laughs> are you coming helping me, darling? Are you going to come up and help me? You don't have... Do you want to? You had a hand up? You're not sure? That's, I can do it without. I can do it without. No problems at all. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you... Are you coming? Come on, in your own time. Yeah, uh, there we are. There we are. Come on. Br- <laughs> there we are. Come together. That's good. Come on up here. Two for the price of one. We're not paying you both, though. Are you coming up here? Are you coming up with... Is this mum or sister? Hello? <laughs> big sister? Come up here, big sis. No, I'm staying here. OK. Oh, hello. What's your name? <laughs> Bethany, what a beautiful name. And how old are you? Five. Oh, high five. Yeah. High five. How old are you? Five. I know. Give me five. High five. <laughs> high five. Yeah. How old are you, though? Yeah, good five. Hi, high five. You're so trendy, you're so cool. And how old? How old are you? Yeah, I know, give me five. <laughs> we will get there at some point. Um, hey, listen. Bethany, was it? Bethany? Bethany, do you know what you'd like to do when you are grown up for a job? Any idea? Any dreams? No dreams. Come to Romsey, you lose your dream. Uh, <laughs> listen. When I was five, I didn't know. But when I was 10 or 11, I decided I wanted to be a magician. And dreams do come true. Yes? I am living the dream. I'm gigging in a school in Romsey. (laughs) Keeps you humble. Uh, It does, doesn't it? So, so, and I'll tell you how this dream started. There was a man on the telly called Paul Daniels. Yes, Paul Daniels' magic show. And he did an amazing trick. And you're going to help me with the trick today. Is that okay? Fabulous. Um, So, this is what happened, Bethany. Paul Daniels was in a field. It was done outside. It was on the telly and everything, right? And he had an elephant. And he had a tent go around the elephant. And he had a beautiful helper called Debbie McGee, almost as beautiful as this lady. Good evening. Good afternoon. Morning. Hello. She was wearing a pink bikini. So, if you go behind this curtain, we've got one for you. She's not doing it. Fair enough. No one has ever done it, madam. Stay where you are. Debbie McGee danced round, Paul Daniels fired a gun, the tent fell to the floor, the elephant had disappeared. Yes, that's what I said with a bit more enthusiasm. 
And I saw that and I thought, I'd love to do trips like that. But when you're 11 or 12, you, have an ex you, you, you obviously can't afford expensive props, can you? Like elephants and things like that, or big boxes. So these are some things I borrowed from my mum. A lovely paper bag, and we're going to do a trick today. Can you wiggle your finger? Can you do that? You're going to be brilliant for this. Stay where you are. So paper bag and something in here I'm going to attempt to make disappear. Now, when I take this out of here, Romsey, I want you to go mad, please. Men, big cheer. Woo! Women. Okay, men cheering like women. That came far too easily for some of you. <laughs> women like men. Whoa. Some testosterone in here. Okay, let me show you this. This is what we're going to try to make disappear. Me and my new friend, BFF. Are we BFFs? We're getting there, aren't we? Here we go. This is what we're going to try to make disappear today. In Romsey, a bottle of juice. <laughs> Come on, what do you expect for these prices? Here we go. So, Bethany, you and me, my darling. So, can you, can you stand like this? Can you wiggle your fingers like that? And all copy us. So, everyone over here and there. Let's have a little look. See if it's gone. Wow, that's good. Give yourselves a clap. We've done it, Bethany. You're amazing. Right, stage two. Hands a bit higher. Let's see if we can get it to come back again. So, wiggle your fingers. <laughs> Shush. Bethany's enjoying this. It's a big moment. Here we go. Let's have a look. Incredible. <laughs> you're, you're good at this, aren't you? So let's try to make this. We have some scoffers in the audience. Let's try to make this really impressive. So hands in the air, everyone. There we are. Brilliant. Uh, close your eyes, guys. Close your eyes. <laughs> this lady's doing it very gullible. Uh, no, keep your eyes open so you can see what we're doing. And come on, let's do a big drum roll. Come on, Bethany. Come on, everyone. Louder, please. Come on, guys, louder. I've got a weak finish. This is absolutely incredible here. Come on, louder, please. Louder. Stop. Well, it's not quite worked. How about that? Isn't that good? So that disappeared and it turned into that. Isn't that brilliant? Not so sure. Uh, some people do think I cheat, and I don't cheat. Well, not so you'd notice. Um, some people think I do have... Two bottles, so that's why I like to be able to do. Oh, yeah. Bethany, you were so amazing. I've got something specially for you. I've got a little present for you, Bethany. Little present. Uh, wow, I'm a true magician. It has disappeared. Uh, <laughs> there we are. But Bethany, I've got a special trick just for you. Is that okay? Can you count in a loud voice? One, two, three. Can you do that for me? Well, let's we do it together. One. You know, yes, very good. Three. Fabulous. Can you stand here? There we are. There we are. Don't worry. Uh, there's no trap door. It's the bag of cement you want to worry about. Now, <laughs> this, I'm joking. It's not cement. Uh, come back a little bit, Bethany, because I'm the star. Now, right, <laughs> Bethany, this is a trick. Laugh all together, please, or not at all. Um, okay, not at all. We're going to try to make this disappear. This is a trick just for Bethany. You can watch. Okay, Bethany, watch this. We're going to go one, two, three. And on three, hopefully, it's going to disappear. Watch very, very closely. Um, can you count with me, Bethany? Ready? One. Two. Can you all join in, please? Here we go. Here we go, Bethany. Oh, no, come all together. Ready? One, two, three. Blow on there. Face the front, Bethany. Brilliant. You were brilliant. What a great helper you were. Now, Bethany, got a present for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got a little shop at the back with our books and bits and pieces. I also do. You're looking closely at this, and I don't blame you. 
I sell wristbands. Who wears wristbands? Who's trendy? <laughs> Not a single person. Um, I do stupid wristbands, mine. So I have hilarious ideas in the middle of the night. Do you remember WWJD? What would Jesus do? Do you remember those? I did. What would Scooby do? Um, we, don't, we don't know the answer, I have to say. Uh, we sold lots of those. You remember Make Poverty History? Yes, very big, important campaign. I did make wristbands history. They, uh... oh, are we on? Yes. Uh, but this is the best seller of all time, and it's an important campaign, Bethany. It says on it, save the rubber tree. Serious? I'll tell you when I'm making it up. Because every year in South America, they chop down rubber trees to make wristbands, and it's, a, it's an important issue that we're not taking seriously enough. It is. They chop them down to make these things. So I thought, let's kill two... <laughs> A lot of these jokes just for me, don't worry. Uh, anyway, so that's for you, my darling. Uh, and that's a special present from me. But this is very, very special. Because you take this home tonight, put that under your pillow. When you wake up in the morning, it will still be there. Do you know what else will be there? You're never going to believe this. A pound coin. <laughs> so there we are. Let's give you a very brave coming on stage. The lovely Bethany, there we are, my darling, and I'll see you in a bit. Come on! Come on! <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, it's so lovely to see you. Isn't it? Isn't life fun? Isn't it? People think church is boring. It's wonderful. We're just having some fun for the dads today. Uh, so, are you, are you ready for five hours of fun? Yes? Are you? It's a joke, madam. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, not going to be fun. Uh, but we, we are here for the long haul, so I hope you brought some lunch. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, this year, 31 years on the road. One person clapping. One person. It sounds glamorous, I know. The reality is, for anyone who travels, it's thousands of miles driving, staying in hotels, chatting to my wife for two minutes a day. Brilliant. It is. I wish I'd thought about it 40 years ago, but there we go. So it did start when I saw Paul Daniels make it, an elephant disappear. Um, and uh, I became a Christian along the way, which I'll chat to you about. And um, been doing magic for over three decades. And um, hopefully a little bit emotional today. It's, it's these curtains. It reminds me of the last time we said goodbye to Grandad. And um, <laughs> dear me. But brings back very happy, f- fond memories of, uh, of my, seriously, of my grandparents. My granddad was an amazing man, uh, was a horologist. Do you know what a horologist is? Sorry? Yes, watches. Clocks and watches. And he had an amazing, which is one of the reasons, I, I wear two watches, stupid, isn't it? But he obviously passed it down, seriously. I'll tell you when I'm making it up. And uh, he was a horologist and had many clocks in his house. And his pride and joy was this seven-foot-tall cuckoo clock that he loved, passed down through generations of the family. Which you're going to find this hard to believe what I'm about to tell you now, but this, his favourite cuckoo clock, stopped working the second he died. We got a gasp? Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it toppled over, fell on top of him. Um, <laughs> crushed into a thousand pieces, but it's the way he'd have wanted to have gone. Um, so that was quite remarkable, but very many... <laughs> Happy, happy memories 
very, very happy memories of spending time with my grandparents. And my mum would often drop me over to my grand's on a Friday after school and pick me up on the Sunday, often months later. Um, and we'd have a lovely time with, with, with my grand. She was a great grand. Have we got any grands in today? Come on, grands, where are you? Wow, you very glamorous grands today. This is incredible. Are you really a grand? You're amazing. You're welcome. You're very, very welcome. Now, it's very rude to ask a woman her age. So how much do you weigh? Hey, not so, no, don't tell me, madam, don't tell me. It's a joke. It's a silly, one of my silly little jokes. But my gran, I mean, she was proper cocoon old. She was, but she took us out on trips uh, every weekend. She was a member of the Women's Institute, uh, WI. Yes, yeah, so do we get a cheer for the WI? <laughs> this is cutting edge, Romsey, isn't it? Cheering for the WI. Um, we would go, seriously, we would go on trips, um, circus, went to circus, safari parks, dancing on ice, movies, theatre shows. And if I was really good, I was always allowed to get a little souvenir, a little memento from the gift shop. And I'd bring it home and I had a little box at my grand's house and play the silly imaginary games with, with all these little knickknacks. But at the end of the weekend, I was, the rule was never allowed to take it away from Grand's house. Always had to keep it there. But sometimes you're so desperate to show your mates at school on Monday, I sneak things out. She always knew. Whether I looked guilty, shifty, whether she had a sixth sense, we will never know. March on. 20, 30 years. The last time I saw my Gran, she gave me the box. I had my own family. She said, you're a big boy now. You can have the box. The box is here. I'm not ashamed to say, ladies and gentlemen, I shed a tear or two. Yeah, I know she trapped my finger in the lid. It's very painful. Um, but I have the box. <laughs> oh, come on. Where would we be without laughter? Romsey. Uh, is this on? Yes? Anyway. So we got a few bits and pieces here, and this morning, a special trick uh, for, well, you can all enjoy it, but especially for the dads. Let's get some men involved in, to see if I picked up the skill that my gran had. I'm just going to get five men just to stand and just to help me with something, if that's okay. So do you mind helping me with this? It's ever so easy. Could you just stand where you are, like this guy, he's got his sunglasses. If you could just stand where you are, that is absolutely brilliant. So in the second row, do you mind helping me? Is that Okay. Could you stand for me? Thank you so much. Let's have a little look over here. The gentleman with the beard and glasses, could you help me, sir? Very, very helpful. The gentleman on the end with the check shirt, there we are, half man, half tablecloth. Could you help me, sir, please? <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. Sorry. It could have been worse. It could have been broke back mountain shirt. Um, and, and the gentleman in another check shirt, you have a similar tailor. There we are. Wonderful. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Romsey's newest boy band. <laughs> what should we call them? No Direction, I think, is appropriate. <laughs> and as you know, in every boy band, there's a certain makeup. We've got the cute one. Um, <laughs> they all look, the girls look round at you. Yeah. Good dancer. Uh, the mean one. The mean and moody. The Shane Lynch from Boyzone character. Quite dark. Uh, <laughs> What can we say about you, sir? Uh, <laughs> good singer, of course. And uh, the one with the transit van. Um, 
So guys, just relax. This is very straightforward. I'm just going to ask you your name, uh, one question. And the reason I've got the clipboard, I'm, I'm making notes to see how you react. Because in a minute, I'm going to put you on stage. Please, we're not going to embarrass you or anything. I'm just going to ask you to take one item, and I'm going to try to guess if I can figure out who's taken what from Grandma's box. So, um, sir, your name, please. Norman. Norman. Norman, very straightforward for you, please. Norm, your favourite colour? Blue. Blue, very cool. Calm, collected. Are you quite chilled? You're sort of chillaxed, sort of guy, chillaxed. You look, you look cool. Very, very cool. There is Norman, our friend here, sir. John. John, if money was no object, what car would you drive? John, think big. A bigger Astra. You are content with your lot. I like that. Thank you, John. Uh, right. These three characters. So your name, please. Ivor. You behave. I'm making their own jokes up here. Um, Ivor, what do you do for a living, please? Plasterer. Plasterer. What do you think? Have they done a good job in here? Nice, isn't that? Willow, we've got an expert in the building. <laughs> Ivor the Plash, it's a nice, great church, isn't it? I work in lots of churches, some very old, gothic. This is more Ikea, isn't it? Ikea, <laughs> Ikea church, lovely coffee, um, snacks, candles. Um, right, these two characters. So your name, please. Neil. Your name? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was quick, wasn't it? That was quick. I wish these trousers weren't so tight. Uh, no. <laughs> Neil, your favourite animal, please, in all the world. <laughs> Interesting reaction. He never. <laughs> Twenty thousand species in the world. There we are. A meerkat. That's a new one. Okay. Meerkat. Neil, um, three things you most like about meerkats. Please. They're cute. cute, yes. They're always looking. They are, I think I'll put observant if you don't mind there, Neil. <laughs> they are, aren't they? And, and they're highly intelligent. <laughs> highly intelligent. We got a right one here, didn't we? I thought the outpatients were sitting over here. We've got Neil with his carer here. Uh, highly intelligent. Thank you. And finally, our friend over here, sir, your name? Andrew. Andrew, for you, second hardest question. I think you can handle it. Your second favourite animal? Uh, zebra. Zebra. Three things you like about zebras, please. Okay, easy to remember. Um, I'll put memorable, if that's all right. Enjoying this, it's not bad for free, is it? There we go. It's your mum laughing. Don't laugh too much, I love to do the old act. Um, memorable, yes? <laughs> Thank you. Third, please. Rare, I'll put rare. Is that okay? I'm not putting words in your mouth, am I here? Ladies and gentlemen, very, very interesting, your questions here. And 
I'm building up quite a picture of you lot. Can someone start my car, please? Um, <laughs> I, I worked with a psychiatrist recently, uh, doing an after-dinner for professional reasons, and I asked him to back up what I'm about to tell you. He said, you are absolutely right. You ask a member of the general public, like Neil, for their favourite animal, the characteristics they come up with are the characteristics they most like about themselves. <laughs> Quite observant. Highly intelligent. What was the other one? Cute. Cute. <laughs> Doesn't lie, does it? That's, that's, that's Neil. If someone to say, okay, observant, cute, and intelligent, you would think of Neil, wouldn't you? You would. You would, Neil. If you are someone their second favourite animal, these are the characteristics this person is looking for in a partner. <laughs> Memorable, interesting, and rare. Uh, isn't that fascinating? Gentlemen, please raise your right hand. Repeat after me. I will never say what other people ask me to say. Very good. You're going to be good at this. Uh, <laughs> she's heard it twice. She's laughing more this time. Uh, gentlemen, would you come and join me on stage, please? Let's give him a big clap. You don't have to say anything else. Just come and join me. Give him a big clap. Here they come. Wonderful guys. Come on up here. Brilliant. Guys, look, I'll tell you what will help me. If you could line up in height and alphabetical order, that would be brilliant. So if you could do that, that would be brilliant. Look at it. They're actually trying to do it. Um, guys, listen very, very carefully. You can't do both. You're right, Neil. Thank you. Highly intelligent. There we are. You, sh you shop together, you two? Uh, they're, they're very, very good. I mean, they're good, aren't they? Not many people wear them. Um, guys, so these are some of my items that I collected on my travels with my dear old ground. I don't know what we've got in there. Ten, ten, probably ten or so different things. I'm going to pass it along. I want you to do this really, really secretly, just in case. But some people think there's people out there indicating to me. So do it really discreetly. Take one item that you maybe feel a little bit drawn to and then put it tightly in your hand. I'm going to give you a bag. Turn around, face the back wall, put the item in the bag, say nothing else, okay? So take that from me. That is absolutely brilliant. Tell me when you've done it and uh, you've passed it along. Have you done that? Hello, number one? Yes. Yep. Brilliant. So face the back wall, put it in there, please. Number two, have you done that, yours? Yep. Yes. Face the back wall, put your item in the bag. Number three, have you done it? Yeah. I'm not wanting to look around. Turn around, slot it in there. Number four, have you done it? Number four? Hello? You're number four. Hello, sir. Oh, there we go. Don't, don't let me see. And finally, thank you, sir. Face the back wall. No, stay turned round, please. At all stages. That does look funny, doesn't it? <laughs> I had a six and a half hour drive to my gig the other day, and I had to stop off a couple of times at various service stations. And uh, that is, look at them all. They're all even chatting to each other. Um, very, very good. Gentlemen, uh, uh, what I'm about to say isn't meant to sound rude, but once it's in there, can you pull your zip? Um, have you pulled your zips? On your bags? On, hello, big boy, on your bags. There we are. Turn around, pop your bags back in there, please. They're all zipped up. Wonderful. Lovely. Do you want to give them a bit of a mix round in there while I'm faced that way? Turn the bag front and back. Gentlemen, we're going to ask you to step forward. 
and we're going to, there we are, they'll give you a big clap and a cheer. Stay on the stage, but say nothing else. Step forward a little bit, please. Okay, right, so I want you to be able to see this, the audience, so face the front if you can, please. Uh, as I said, it's not really a sixth sense, but you can start to read people if you know what you're looking for. So, the first item I've pulled out uh, is a little soldier, a little toy soldier. So look at these faces. Who's staring a bit too much? Uh, oh, I like that. So, this is a, there's one person who's not looked at me at all and is staring out the front. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> How are you? Say nothing, say nothing. Um, who are you with today, sir? Where, where's your wife? Hello? Uh, is your husband good at taking orders? No? So you've been court-martialed. Um, I'm going to give you that. Say nothing. Just hold. Don't say whether it's yours or not. But sometimes we don't get them straight away. The next item out of here. The person that took this item. This is a man. Um, <laughs> it's a Big Ben bottle opener. This is a map. Oh, you said mmm. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that little mmm? <laughs> this is a man who enjoys a drink on the hour, every hour. That got your attention. Um, but I think, sir, it may be you took that. Hold on to that for one minute. What else have we got here? Look at their faces. Look. Okay, a bullet key ring. It sounds a little bit more macho than saying, darling, have you seen my car keys? It's, have you seen my bullet? Uh, swaying is often a good indication. Uh, you see, if you know what to look for, you can see this, can't you? There we are. I'm going to give you that, sir, the bullet key ring. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch. Um, next up, what have we got next up? Ah, oh, this is the item in the room we never talk about. <laughs> An elephant. <laughs> Hello. Do you play poker? No. Not anymore. Oh, not anymore. I'll give you that, sir. I don't know whether you chose that, but hold on to that, which means the last item in here. This is a tribute to my dear old granddad. Um... And finally, the last item. Ah, oh, Blue Peter badge. It's the man who enjoys making his own Christmas decorations out of coat hangers and tinsel. Um, I think that may have been yours by a process of elimination. Now, I don't know how we did. We had 10 different items. Uh, random gentleman, you are random. Yes. Um, if I got it right, could you put your item back in here? Did we, did we get all five? We did! <laughs> Gentlemen, what heroes stay there? I have got a little present for you all for being absolutely brilliant. I love you. It's Father's Day. We're celebrating. We're thinking about dads today. I'd love you to have a drink on me. So there we are. That is <laughs> a Steve Legg uh, commemorative <laughs> coaster. I want you to literally have a drink on me. Give him a round of applause as they go and sit down. Thank you so much. So there we go. Come on, let's make some noise. 
So there we are, there's a little trick for you. Listen, I can't read minds, I can't see into the future. Uh, I really can't, there's psychology and there's some trickery and sleight of hand and all sorts of things involved. But we believe in this great God who does know everything and has got a great plan for us. Yes? And he does know everything, as we sung in the song, correct? He knows it all, he's good, he doesn't get it wrong. And um, I, uh, I grew up in Bournemouth, I live in Littlehampton, just down the road now, but growing up in Bournemouth, uh, I wasn't a Christian, my family aren't believers. Um, I joined the Boys Brigade, we got any members in? <laughs> yes, you were in the Boys Brigade, be proud of it. Uh, <laughs> I joined the Boys Brigade. Now, the Boys Brigade is great. It's like the Scouts, but it's always attached to a church. And sometimes that's brilliant. You know, if it's attached to Ikea Church, I mean, apart from the plastering, it's a good place. Uh, thank you. Very useful tip there. Um, but you had to go to church, and we had to go to church. And the church I went to in Bournemouth was really boring. I mean, I felt sorry for God having to be there. Omnipresence has its drawbacks sometimes, doesn't it? Uh, so we had to go every Sunday, but on the plus side, there was a girls' brigade, and we'd play football every Saturday, so I stuck with it. And then we went on this amazing summer camp, and there was a vicar there who believed in God and communicated in a way that I understood. So I used to think, you know, be a Christian, go to church 20 times on a Sunday, Sky Plus songs of praise, sandals, socks, old ladies across the road, sing Kumbaya, Lord of the Dance, all this sort of stuff, makes you into a Christian. But when you think about it, it's not terribly logical, is it? Like going to McDonald's, doesn't make you a hamburger, does it? <laughs> Going to church is important, but it's not enough. And I was kind of really intrigued. And we went on this summer camp and this amazing vicar, and he spoke about people having a friendship with God. And he talked about God as this perfect father. And Father's Day's tough for some people, isn't it? You know, some of us, our dads aren't here. Um, some of our dads were terrible. Some of us would love to be dads, but we can't. Um, but he talked about this brilliant dad, this perfect father who knows everything about every single one of us, yet loves us to bits and believes in us. And I didn't believe in him at that stage, but I was on this road. And we were given a little booklet called Journey Into Life. Yes, had a little road sign on it, so we called it Journey Around the Bend. Um, <laughs> but I read it, and I reread it, and then I reread it again, just to be sure. And I thought, this Christianity stuff is either the biggest load of rubbish I've ever heard, or it's true, and if it's true, I need, I, I need to do something about it. And it talks about God sending his son to this earth 2,000 years ago, 2,000 miles away, born in a stinking old shed next door to a pub in the middle of nowhere. And this little baby grew up to be a man who turned the whole world upside down. And we often see in these, in these books, don't we, a picture of Jesus smiling away with a beard, looking like something out of the Bee Gees. Um, <laughs> but we're talking a flesh and blood historical figure here. Who, uh, and there's more evidence of the existence of Jesus than Julius Caesar, Henry VIII, and the Battle of Hastings rolled into one. Isn't that incredible? You don't often hear that. I mean, what's today's date? What is today's date? 16th, June, yeah? 2019 years since what? Since this little baby was born. The fairy stories don't quite have that kind of influence on the global calendar. And this little baby became a man who turned the whole world upside down. It wasn't boring, it wasn't religious, we didn't tell people off for laughing. Uh, but this incredible flesh and blood historical person who lived and died, and we think about Easter time, don't we? Put to death upon a cross, and yet three days later, it come back to life again. Now, we're not stupid, but that's impossible, isn't it? Isn't it? Because he was dead. He was crucified. Um, a spear was put through his side. Blood and water came out. Uh, he was dead and wrapped up in, in, uh, in, um, 
in cloth and spices. They reckon probably hardened to about 34 kilograms. And this massive stone, one and a half to two tons, rolled into place in front of the tomb by gravity into a trench. There was no way you could move that. Yet three days later, he'd come back to life again, which is impossible unless it's true. And I discovered it is true. And can anyone tell me for 20 points, uh, points, not pints, that got your attention, um, what the truth does? The Bible says you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And at the age of 12 or 13 at this boys' brigade camp, I came home, we'd all got sunstroke that week, we'd not washed or changed our pants all week. Like, like being back in the camper van again. And uh, dumped, me, dumped this suitcase in the kitchen, ran upstairs to my bedroom, get, got down on my knees, because I didn't know how to pray, but I said, God, if you're there, come in and change me. Because I figured if it was rubbish, nothing would happen. But if it was true, I'd start the most amazing adventure of my life. And of course, it is true, and he changed me. I became a Christian. And uh, that's why for all these years, travel, travelling around, we go to all the glamorous places like Romsey, and have a conservatory for the drummer. So that's how posh it is. That is how posh it is here. Telling people this good news that there's a God in heaven who loves you and he thinks you're great and would love to get to know you. And I meet people who think God is mad with them. He's not mad with you. He's mad about you. And he thinks you're great. And he thinks you're doing a great job. And I want to say to the dads here today, you're doing a great job. Can we give the dads a clap? You are doing a great job. You might think you're doing a rubbish job. You are doing a great job. I've got five daughters. 23, 21, 18, 17, 16. Strange names, I know. Um, <laughs> and I often think I'm, I'm sort of rubbish. And we, 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 we spend time with some friends. Oh, look, if you're in Littlehampton, every Sunday night we have a thing at our house called Cheeky Sundays where we drink wine and beer and eat cheese and we talk and we pray and sometimes we cry together. And it's our little group and we, are, we have a great time. And some of the parents in there think, think they're total failures. Their kids have gone away. But I often think and encourage people, and if you think you're a rubbish dad, what did we say about God earlier? He's good and perfect, yes? Doesn't make mistakes? Perfect dad. He had two children, Adam and Eve, and what did they do? They effectively stuck two fingers up to him and went their own way. So I think that should encourage you. If you're having a bad time with your kids, this is the perfect dad, yet his kids still rebelled. And they came back, and we can come back. And it's really, really exciting. So, Dad, you're doing a great job. You're doing a wonderful job. Keep doing it. Uh, we really support you and, uh, and, and are cheering you on. Uh, and as, as I finish, I've got to take my medication in three minutes. Um, <laughs> can I just pray for you guys? That would be great. Can we just uh, close our eyes and bow our heads? Because I travel around and tell people about God because I've discovered something amazing. And good news is infectious and good news is for sharing. And I love giving people an opportunity. And I don't know any of you, really, apart from the, the campervan squad over here. Um, I don't know if you believe in God, whether you're a regular, whether you know, this is your first time, whether, whether you believe in God or not. But I think it would be wrong having me told you how great it is not to give you an opportunity to actually meet God and become a Christian or make sure. Because you might not be sure. You might go, well, I've been coming here for years and I help charity and help old ladies and, and all this sort of stuff and, and uh, you know, all, these, all these things. Um, but I'm going to pray a prayer today. And if you want to make absolute sure you know God, he is your father, you are a Christian, pray this with me. Not out loud because we don't want to embarrass anyone, but quietly within your own head, within your own heart. Um, for some, it might be a recommitment to God that things have gone wrong. Today's the day God's standing there. Open arms, Father's Day. I'm your dad. Come home. 
This is the prayer. Father God, I want to say sorry for my sin. For all those things I've ever done, said and thought that were wrong. I'm truly sorry. And I choose to turn from those things. I believe that Jesus was the Son of God. And he died on a cross to set me free. So right now, Father, I ask you to come and live inside me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Be with me forever. Right, just before I say amen, if you prayed that prayer, just stay as you are, heads bowed, eyes closed. I'm just going to ask you to do a brave thing. Just put your hand up, just so I know. So if you prayed that prayer with all your heart and really meant it, put your hand up and do it now. Wonderful. Thank you. Hands up if you prayed that prayer and you really meant it with all your heart. It's absolutely brilliant. Father, I thank you for these three hands that I can see. We thank you for your love that you, four hands, wonderful, any more, any more, uh, <laughs> that you risked everything so we could know you. Thank you, Father. Amen. Wonderful. Well, thank you for the, these four people who responded today. Listen, if you wish you'd put your hand up and you hadn't, it's not too late. Come and have a chat to Sim. Uh, we saw people in the first service pray with an accountant who came up with the number four. It was four, four. What is it? Romsey, four. Um, there we go. So <laughs> thank you ever so much. Uh, it's been lovely being with you. So if you pray that prayer and you really meant it, chat to someone today. This is the start of the most amazing adventure. Thank you. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.